0: Welcome to Control Alt Revolt, the podcast, episode seven. I'm Nick Cole.
1: I am Single White Medusa.
0: Excellent. And we are here talking today. And I think what I'll do is I'll try to talk like Ian Crossland <laughs> from Tim Pool, well, where you say everything super earnestly, but then oh you man. say a lot of weird stuff.
1: Definitely got to talk about Federal Reserve. You've got to talk about banks. the Federal
0: Reserve or <laughs> central banks. Every time. Every time. But then you've got to say something kind of weird like, I'm working on a short story in which the devil is actually the good guy. You know, and you're like, yeah, we all thought yeah. of that back in the 90s when we first got high, man. But um, you enjoy it. You enjoy it, Ian,
1: Um, Like, in a comedy relief kind of way. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's such a character that he makes us laugh.
0: He's a good but guy. But he's not trying to be no, funny. He's so He's a serious. good guy, but he comes off as sort of earnestly,
1: like not ignorant,
0: the... but... But naive, earnestly yeah. naive.
1: Yeah, yeah. But yeah, you can tell that he he reads a lot mm-hmm. and he knows a lot about maybe like science and stuff. So he's not dumb or anything. It's just maybe uh, he's not like up on maybe every subject, like current. Yeah. I don't know. Like, yeah. <laughs> if you don't, if you haven't uh, heard him, check he's him na- out. He's naive. <laughs> he's
0: not as sort of. Funny woke and jaded or no. not j- red-pilled and jaded and as we are he hasn't seen how <laughs> yeah, the we're stakes, definitely not woke, but. he hasn't seen how the stakes have been cut
1: yeah but you know like he's starting to discover it um like i've noticed him getting a little more that way he seemed almost more like verging on left wing at first and now he's like he's kind of getting a little red-pilled
0: he's awakening
1: yeah you would say yeah
0: Well, we're back after a long weekend. Uh, Nicole and I went to, Single White Medusa and I went to the movies. We had a good time. We had some sushi one night. Mm -hmm. Uh, We had a big bucket of popcorn at the movies, which is pretty much the only reason we actually go to the movies. We go for two reasons. We like to eat popcorn. And then we like to just sit in the dark and be invisible and like... Not be around people in the movie theater. Like we go, like believe it or not, we actually sit in the front row. Now, we're not total psychopaths where we're looking straight up at the screen, because the theater that we go to has like a large space.
1: Yeah, there's it's a larger space than a lot of theaters. Because we went to a different one recently, and we were like, "Whoa, we can't sit in the front row here." So,
0: but we always sit in the front row. Roo.
1: <laughs> it's almost Bob because
0: <laughs> right in the front row, because, room. Right front room, because <laughs> we don't want anybody to sit near us
1: yeah and um and it's reclining seats so that helps with that angle too
0: yeah um, and also it's an old people movie theater so no one would dare sit in the front row
1: that's true and most of them have not come back yet like i think because of the covid fears alarm. and stuff so i think there were only like probably one other couple in there maybe
0: Right. So uh, today we're going to talk about woke movie theater zombies. (laughs) Um, We're going to talk about the STEMI. Mm -hmm. And we're going to talk about sort of some interesting things that are on the horizon with what is looking to be inflation, if not hyperinflation, some sort of runaway telltale things that were kind of like... Getting into and beginning to notice and like you talk to some people that are like, nah, everything's great. Joe Biden's at 63 percent approval. He's the greatest president president ever. Never mind that just dismal can't get it up in unemployment reports remember we were told like that joe biden was like you know like well ragged back we're gonna be in the game you know And donald trump's killed this economy he was such a crabby old man but he he talked like you know like he was the most vigorous stud in the world and everything like that mm-hmm. and then he just came out and went eat, eat on couldn't get his little employment up or anything like that
1: yeah. Expecting a million and getting a little over 200,000 is really sad. Like that that's, is, that's extremely yeah. <laughs> underperforming. And then coming
0: out, you know, like just coming out and like, it's, just, it's all insane. But I mean, you know, we'll go to the inflation topic first. Like, like something's up. Like if you're mm. trying to buy wood, lumber, uh, steel, you know, people are talking about that. I'm not trying to buy steel, but who's out there like, ain't three girders. You know for what? but but people are getting lumber because they're doing home improvement projects or building fences, or you know you just want wood around your house for whatever reason. You know, maybe you want to to defend your business against the mostly peaceful protests or something like that. Okay. And apparently, wood's a real hassle to get. Now, here's the thing that like a lot of people don't talk about. But here in in Los Angeles in the Orange County Basin, We are one of the three major deep water shipping ports on the West Coast. And Nicole and I have noticed, cause we take this one road that that goes really high in the hills Over Orange County and then kind of comes down into Newport Beach and like on really even not even awful days, but most like really good days you can see as far as Palos Verdes, you can see the entire port of Long Beach, you can see all the shipping that's coming in. And for my entire life, you might have seen a few cargo ships out there. Mm -hmm. And since December, I've said to Nicole, I'm like, that looks like an invasion fleet. Like there have been so many cargo ships out there. So there's tons of goods coming in. I know that. Um, the question is, well, why are we suddenly facing all these shortages? Yeah.
1: You know, why Why That's is true. there
0: inflation? Why is why is food, the cost of food starting to rise? Why can't you get wood? Why are cars a big problem? So, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I always like my, my thing when I kind of go through life and I talk to people around me which i live around californians and a lot of the times i wonder why i even bother talking to them but they'll give you all these sort of ridiculous answers about what's going on and they'll tell you like oh you know it's it's because of this thing and everything's really going swimmingly and all the all the things are you know uh, everything's everything's great don't worry and you're like yeah but lumber's really expensive
1: I mean, maybe I'm simplistic. I thought the simple reason was just how much money they've been printing. Like, isn't that kind of the main reason why we're having? Yeah. That that money
0: is, is kind of, yeah. Like moving to the, the actual inflation thing. Yeah. That's, you know, apparently people are, is it, is it so much a shortage or people like creating shortages and Mm -hmm. saying, okay, now these things cost more money. Well, why, why would you do that? Well, when your money is now worth less. Why wouldn't you, there's probably like, there's probably wood. There's probably a lot of wood, but why would you sell it so cheap right Mm. now at the price you've been selling when there's so much money in the economy?
1: That's true. And I don't want to jump to our next, you know, another one of our topics, except that I think it might also be applicable, which is the STEMI checks Yeah. and the fact that they are paying people more than they can make working pretty much, or at least equal, equal or more than they. And so maybe If there are shortages, it probably would also be because maybe some businesses or industries are actually having trouble finding enough employees, and therefore they're not able to create the output that they normally would. I'm just guessing, but that would make sense.
0: No, that's, that's definitely a thing that I'm hearing, that people are not wanting to work. Um, they're just mm-hmm. saying, okay, I'll take the stimmy money and stay home. Like who could have foreseen such a thing? And I think, <laughs> I think like as average Americans, you know, like all of us. And I think a lot of the people in this podcast are all about, you know, work defines you. Uh, you're proud of your work. You're proud of your job. You're a hardworking person. Like I, 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 I get, maybe that's where I get naive, like Ian, like, I, I, I like to think the best about people. I, I find it hard to believe that someone would say, well, I'm going to leave my $15 an hour job and stay home and collect $15 an hour. It's like, if you have a $15 an hour job or whatever low paying job where STEMI is more money than what you're making, Like it's like when people would say, People can't make a living at McDonald's. It's like, well, you're not supposed to make a living at McDonald's. You're supposed to start at McDonald's, get job experience, get references, Mm -hmm. make your way up. But you're not supposed to retire from McDonald's. But now, you know, like we're having this massive crisis in sort of the low end of the labor pool where government has decided to help. And the way that they've decided to help is give stimmy checks. And what people are doing is they're just saying, well, I'm going to stay home and I'm not going to work. Or this is a new twist on the whole thing. um, A lot of apparently like sort of illegal people are coming into the country. Illegal aliens. I know that term has been verbotenified by Grandpa Joe, but Grandpa Joe couldn't get his numbers up. So Mm -hmm. should we even listen to him? No. But, you know, um, illegal aliens are coming in and they're now taking other like especially this happening in construction. And we have it. We always had a problem with it here in California with the framers union. The illegal aliens basically drove, you know, the framers unions out and, you know, undercut them and everything like that. And so basically what they're saying is, you know, of course, in California, illegal aliens are going to get stimmy because that's insane. So that's what we're going to do. And then they're going and working under the table for people who were getting Stimmy and using your stimulus money to finance their construction operations to basically overcharge you money and all this. I mean, like, it's such a swirling, giant mess. And like the root of all of this, like the root of this year, the thing that like, you could say, oh, it's COVID. Oh, like one side to say, oh, it's Trump. Orange man destroyed the economy. And the other side could say, oh, you know, senile mummy man destroyed the economy or whatever it is. But here's the one thing that you can really take away from this. Because pandemics are going to happen. Dudes are going to be in charge on either side. But the thing that has screwed this entire economy is government helping. Mm. Government getting involved. Government wanting to manage the pandemic. Government closing your schools. And today, like on, on social media, the thing that I posted that was interesting, because I'm just kind of sick of it, is take off the mask. And I'm just going to start saying it because I want I, to I, I saw the picture of the pastor in Canada who they finally waited until he left his church. And then, you know, more cops than you would need to control a riot pulled mm-hmm. him over. And here's where, you know, it's sadistic and asshole They put the dude on the ground and made him kneel while they cuffed him. You don't need to do that. There was no reason to do that. That was to humiliate him and to show you, and of course this is Canada, but you know, ask any leftist, ask any person in government. They think Canada is great. They think that's where we should be. Socialized medicine and waiting around 10 months to get a stent in your heart, hoping that you'll die so they don't have to do the stent. But the police state there wants to put you on the ground and humiliate you and show anybody else who thinks differently that you don't have the power. So that's, that's kind of where we're at right now. And that's what, uh, what would you say?
1: Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's pretty bad.
0: Is it bad? <laughs> I did
1: have something but... bad. Were you daydreaming? No. <laughs> did you
0: wander off into left field? No. Okay. Canada guy. Canada guy.
1: Um, yeah. It's just, I don't know. I'm just, I agree. You're just saying it all. Yeah. It's true. Um, so yeah, taking off the mask. I agree.
0: Taking off the mask was what I was talking about. And so we went into this one coffee house on Sunday morning and I finally just had it because, and it's a busy coffee house. It's Phil's. It's one of my favorite coffees. This afternoon we're having Starbucks and I like that Starbucks is actually up their game and I don't mind Starbucks as much as I used to.
1: Even though I hate the CEO and whatever, because he hates us basically is what I hate.
0: Sure. So, yeah. but you know, yeah. whatever. So, um, but, you know, it just kind of dawned on me, like, if you stand in the line to get coffee, you have to wear a mask. But right next to the line are people sitting in tables and they're not wearing masks because it's okay not to wear a mask when you're sitting down in California. But if you stand up, you have to put the mask on. And I'm like, what? is, is the coronavirus, like either the coronavirus is here or not. And forget the MIT study that said it spreads 60 feet, not six feet Mm -hmm. indoors. So all of this is absolute pucky, you know, and we're playing these games and I'm watching these kids who have been trained by a year of this. If they, if they sit down, the mask comes off sometimes, maybe sometimes they stand there and or they'll sit there and they'll keep the mask on and take a drink and keep the mask on and take a drink and keep the mask on and take a drink. Oh you know, but but generally if I, I you know, being an observer of people what I watch happen is if they sit down the mask comes off. If they stand up the mask goes on and it's it's a habit now. And any person who's, you know, read the 7 highly effective habits or studied any kind of personal growth or management thing will tell you do something 22 times and it's a lifetime habit. And we're well past that. And I'm watching sort of these thoughtless zombie kids and people just going through these things. And I'm like, but just stop and think for a minute. If that dude sitting at that table where you're standing in line has coronavirus and then you get like, do you really think standing there is going to protect you? And then you're going to get your drink and you're going to take a drink of it and sitting down like. What 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 did what did this two feet have to do with anything? It's just I I don't mind like common sense and safety, mm-hmm. but I I don't I I don't I hate meaninglessness. Oh, I know, That's and it's devolved and into meaningless. And so one. I've just decided I'm gonna push it at every way that I can. And mm-hmm. so here's a trick that I did. Uh, last week I got banned from life from a junk mall because we were with some friends <laughs> in town and, and the, the, the wife of the friend enjoys antiquing. And so we went and we antiqued uh, after having some really great barbecue. And we went into this junk store and the, the old guy comes over, you have to wear one of these masks while you're in here. I look at it my junk. <laughs> and I'm like, I think you need to work on that sentence. But, <laughs> You know, made a real point of it and gave me this itchy, scratchy mask. So I like put it below my mouth and I wandered around and blah, blah, blah. And then as I was leaving, I decided I'm going to take this mask off and I'm going to give it back to them since they were so insistent that they give it to me. I'm going to play their game with them because... They're all worried about biohazard and I'm not, and they're forcing their will on me and I'm being forced to comply. Mm -hmm. So here's a deal. Why don't you deal with my mask? And so as I walked by the front counter, I laid the used sweaty mask I'd been forced to wear down and this old lizard woman who was probably grandpa's mom or something like that said, sure, you can't put that mask there. I mean, literally she was like granny out of of the, the Beverly Hillbillies. And I just left it and I said, hey, thanks. I'm done with it. And she goes, no, you, you can't be done with it. You got to take it. And I go, no, I'm good. Thanks for giving it to me. And uh, so I walk out and she goes, what an asshole. And Nicole like goes on the street because Nicole's trailing behind me. And she goes, she called you an asshole. And I said, yeah, that's OK. I'm cool with that. You know, I, I've heard that at family reunions before. <laughs> so um, then she comes out on the street. The old woman's so mad because she's been forced to deal with my biohazard, which she wouldn't have been forced to deal with if she wouldn't have insisted on the Mm -hmm. policy that has no basis in law or anything like that. It's just some, some governor somewhere decided it would be a good idea to abrogate all our rights and make us do this, this stupid exercise that's meaningless and is not helping anyone. And I have deep suspicions that it's hurting people. Mm -hmm. And so she goes, she goes, what was her last words?
1: (laughs) Uh, you're not ever allowed to come here again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm,
0: like, I'm never allowed to go to the junk store in San Juan Capistrano ever again. So that was a lot of fun because if you know me, I'm a minimalist and I throw away things constantly. I hate junk. I only like new things. And um, I'd rather do without. So I I don't ever see myself needing to go into a junk store again. No. I'm, I'm, uh, well, I'll, never mind. Yeah. Um, so, so that was... That was. Would you like a drink of my coffee? Sure. Yeah. Thank you. Some mm. good coffee today. Here's the coffee really we good. get. We get a Starbucks Misto, non-fat, extra hot, with two pumps of toffee nut, and it's actually a good little roasty coffee. Don't really? get all the pumps. That's way too oh, much sugar. It's too
1: sweet. Yeah, exactly.
0: So then we progress. We've talked about stimmy. We've talked about inflation.
1: You you never elaborated on zombies at the movies. I think you might have. Maybe mention the phrase, but I don't know that you said what that
0: was about. So yesterday wrapped up with a a movie. We saw the Billy Crystal movie and it was sweet and nice. There were, there were, there was a little bit of just, it wasn't woke at all. It was actually a lot of fun, but there's one casting decision in there that makes you go, Oh, we're just doing this for diversity and equity. And it's really, it's the little, the, they cast like this little Korean girl, to play the Jewish family's adopted daughter or something, though they never explained that part. That drives Nicole nuts. Well,
1: because they didn't explain it. And so I can't help but go like, well, let's see she doesn't look like either of the parents so like let's see the mom they either adopted her or the mom maybe used to be married to an asian guy or you know whatever but like it's fine but and it's not a race thing because i would wonder the same thing i told nick like if both parents were kind of olive skinned and dark haired like italian looking and there was a little pale redhead child or something i would wonder the same thing like mm, how did they have that child the mom must have had it with a different dad. So I just think about those things. And if they would maybe just explain it, I wouldn't mind, but then they don't explain it. And then I'm like, well, why didn't you explain that? Can I like diverge real fast? One time we saw a play and lit and it was sense and sensibility. So we're talking a period piece that's supposed to take place a long time ago. And it wasn't just like one child that was, you know, kind of that situation. <laughs> Literally there were three daughters and all three were different races. And I just was trying to figure out how did this happen for this mom? (laughs) That's it. You know, like, I don't know, like, I definitely don't mind um, different casting decisions and stuff having done theater. But when it's like that, where there's something that doesn't make sense, it's sort of like either explain it or maybe don't do that one. I don't know. Like, it's just a tough one for me.
0: You're living proof that hot people can have Asperger's.
1: Well, thank
0: you. Because <laughs> it, it, it just breaks you. I watch it break I'm just you. Like, I could just feel you, you tapping the side that? of your head and just like <laughs> the ear thing where it looks like you're hurting and like you like. And it didn't help that this little chick could not act.
1: That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Yeah.
0: She could not She act, was amazing. Like, ah, you'd be like,
1: well, maybe she was just that good.
0: She was horrible. She, wasn't that good. <laughs> she was terrible. I hated her. So sorry, whoever you are. You're just a terrible actress. And you should know that now so you can go find another line of work and. But, you know, maybe because of equity and diversity now, and now that we're not actually doing merit or who's the best actor, go get your Oscar out of the Oscar drawer. You, you've earned a prize. It was great. <laughs> but the incident that happened before that was we were uh, standing in line, like, before it opened. There's no line. It's a It's an old people's movie theater, which is why we go there. So there, so these two older, like probably Japanese women, come Mm -hmm. up. One's really old. Yeah, I almost thought
1: it was like her mom, maybe, and then like. But
0: one's no spring chicken. She's really old, and so, you know, they don't speak like they're Japanese Americans, you know, and so they, you know, they like, which is very common here. They don't speak like Japanese people or anything like that. But sometimes older Japanese women have this sort of like wide-eyed, like crazy to them Mm. you know just very like and this woman had it like but it was like super woke and so she she's like well is this movie starting and like we're like uh you know um no we're here to see another movie but I think it's there and she just begins to lecture us it was this movie Minari and she's like did you know that this is the first movie to ever win an Oscar for a foreign-born citizen, and did you know that the female director is like, and it was all this just woke platitudes uh, that had nothing to do with whether it was a good movie or not. It was just that SJW equity crap shit, and she was like, she was like a zombie mm-hmm. talking, and and I kind of had had enough of it, and I just said, uh, well,
1: because then she finally said, and did you know? Oh, because then she was saying, have you seen the Benedict Cumberbatch one? Because that's here too. And we said, yeah, we did see that. That's really good. And then she said, well, I was just so happy to hear that for the first time, Benedict Cumberbatch said he wouldn't do a contract for a movie anymore unless his, you know, female co-star got paid at least as much money, you know, as much money as he did. Yeah. And uh, so that because women don't get you know, equitable wages to, to male actors.
0: No. And, and that's man. when I Next broke, straight. <laughs> that's when I broke. Cause like I have this sort of inner Jack Nicholson that comes out sometimes when he gets frustrated with people because we're both black Irish and suddenly like it's this moment. That's this quote that Jack Nicholson does from uh, as good as it gets. And it's when some crazy Panamanian lady knocks on his door and just like worried about something and he goes, where did you learn to speak English? In some Panamanian hump hump sailor bar. Go sell crazy somewhere else. We're all full up here. And that's kind of my moment that I have with people. Like when I'm done with your your insane shtick that you're downloading on me, and I can't, I can't just like let it go. I've got to like Larry David kind of address it. And I'm all, first off, none none of anything that you've said is true. And they both looked at me like, oh my gosh, like, why is this white man talking to us like this? Mm -hmm. And I wasn't mean or critical or anything. I just said, everything that you're saying is bullshit. But I said it nicely. And I said, listen, in 1991, Meryl Streep got $11 million for defending your life. She was the highest paid actress in Hollywood and no male in the movie got that amount of money, nor was any male getting it at that time. So your little theory of no women are never paid any money or never blah, blah blah it's all bullshit these are all it's like it's like when 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 marvel you know or like star wars goes oh finally you know the kid in the latest terrible star wars movies is black we finally have a black character in star wars and you're like billy d williams you know and you don't say the mfers part afterwards but it's always oh we finally have a strong female captain and you're like The Romulan chick from Star Trek, the other chick (laughs) from Voyager, like all of this Mm -hmm. is just made up woke bullshit constantly to really what it is, is it's not actually to advance the cause of, of this particular identity. It's to constantly put down society and put us down as some sort of knuckle dragging bigots who can't watch anything. But like, I mean, it's just all straw theory. It's all straw man. You're all racist and bigots. I'm like, so anyways, I just, I wasn't finished raining down blows on her there. So then I told her all about Dolores Del Rio, who was this old timey actress back in the 1930s and 40s. And she was smoking hot. In fact, Nicole looks a lot like her. Oh, thank you. She at 35 was one of the highest paid actresses in Hollywood. Mm -hmm. And she dated a very young Orson Welles. So women have been paid a lot throughout Hollywood. This Mm -hmm. is all bullshit. And I'm sick of it. And what I've decided to do in my life, it's like with the mass thing. I'm tired of playing the game. I'm going to push it where I can. And yeah, just like everybody else, if you go into the thing and they make you put it on and you need to get your thing, then you do it. But if you can fight it in any way, shape or form, if you can keep it below your nose or you can just take That's it off and I make do. a stand or you can throw it in their face when you walk out the door. Do this because I think we all feel this way. We're tired of playing the crazy people tinfoil hat. The floor is lava games with the left Mm because these are all for power. They don't believe in him. Joe Biden wasn't wearing a mask when he was with the Carters. Gavin Newsom, all these governors, they like Gretchen Whitmer. She went to Florida on a private jet while she told everybody to stay home Mm -hmm. and not going. None of these people believed anything. So why should you be forced to play this game? And every time we say, like even myself, this is a lecture to me. Every time I say, well, I'll put on the mask to get a coffee. I'm kind of playing the game and I've got to find ways to fight it. And we've all got to find ways to fight it. And I'll tell you a true story. I was walking through a grocery store about four or five months ago. I think it was. And it was like 11 o'clock at night. And I wasn't wearing a mask because I was just like, I'm not wearing a mask. I'm going in. And this lady keeps looking at me and you get that look a lot when you don't wear a mask in California, because like, it's probably the like you human piece of filth. Aren't you in this with us all together? And then she did something interesting. She looks at me and she goes, you're not wearing a mask. And I said, yeah, I don't believe in him. And she goes, I don't either. I'm just wearing it because I'm told to. And she goes, I'm taking it off. And she took it off. And then her husband came out of another aisle and he's like, did you take off the mask? And she's like, yeah, this guy said he doesn't believe in it either. He goes, I don't believe in it either. And he took it off. And it was like a whole little, like, people will watch you and see you and they'll do it because they're watching and seeing other people and being forced to do these insane things just like those two old lady Asian woke zombies thinking that Hollywood is some repressive, brutal thing where women don't get paid any money and if not for St. Benedict Cumberbatch coming down from on high and demanding that equal salaries are for everybody. There are other stories I could give you. I won't, but... It's all a lie. It's all a lie and it's all done for power. And it's all to demean people who are hardworking and trying to get through this day and trying to make money in favor of badmouthing everybody so you can grab power and virtue signal and seem like you're on the right side of history. And I'm tired of it and I'm not taking it and I'm fighting it wherever I can.
1: Me too. And I think that has been our... um mo all along Mm -hmm. like and my methods for it are like you said number one if I have to wear it I wear it below my nose that is actually like I pretty much will not bend on that if because usually they won't say anything if they say you have to wear it above your nose. I actually kind of melt down and freak out and throw a fit and make a scene. No, you <laughs> that fight. A, yeah, that's you're, what you're I mean. I fight. It,
0: you fight. You're, I the think other... the words that you use make it seem like you're, you're immature. No. No, I I've mean I fight. have seen you full on fight. That's like, what I mean. Yeah, fight. Make you a fight. scene.
1: Because um, that's just kind of my, you know, I found a way that ugh, if I have to wear it, okay, like I can stand this if, for the little bit of time. Um, but anyway, my other methods are... Pretty much I always walk into a place with no mask. And sometimes they don't say anything. Even if they have a sign on their on their establishment that says you have to wear a mask, I think they're doing that for legal purposes. But some of them don't care, and they actually won't say anything. And that's a win, and I'm so happy, and yay, it's great. The other thing is, if I have to, um, when you've done your transaction there that you needed to do whatever, let's say Nordstrom, this has happened it's before. Um, so, okay. They, they say, oh, you have to wear a mask. All right. I really need this thing and you buy it. And then as soon as you've gotten what you need, you take it on off as you're still walking around because what's the worst that they can do to you? They can say, uh, you have to wear a mask. And then you just say, mm, I'm leaving or whatever, yeah. whatever it is. I've done all they the can mall. say is you mall. have to leave. Yeah. And then you just say, yeah, I'm leaving. I've done that.
0: I've done that in the mall. And they They're like, you have to put a, to a mask you. on. I'm like, nah, I'm leaving.
1: Exactly. And
0: like they have a thing against gators here because I guess gators are white supremacists. I'm like, and I just think I think you just need to fight things. And so, you know, that's kind of that's why we're doing this podcast, because I think Nicole and I and just me, I had to get this stuff out. And I think I was doing a lot of it on Facebook and like there were people reporting me and stuff like that. But they can't report me here for doing this. So. These are just the things that are on my mind, and it's just what we talk about. And if you are digging it and liking it and enjoying it, please subscribe or share it or, you know, even go over and become a member of The Hand, which is paid subscriptions. Um, on, on Saturday, uh, if you missed it, we dropped the... Um, ultra violent show chapter one, which is the sequel to soda pop soldier and pop cult warlord. The rest of the chapters will now all be behind the paywall. So I really encourage people just $5 a month, jump in there, be behind the paywall. I promise you it'll be totally worth it. If you don't like it, you know, uh, you can cancel and get on out. And, you know, if you want me to, I'll even refund your money, but give it a shot and support this and let's just see what we can do. I think there was a lot of good feedback on the chapter. Mm -hmm. Someone asked me to record it and I have no problems like that. I'll, I won't do like a full on like audio book recording, but like I will record it in this format. And if you want, I can even talk about it, like kind of give you notes on it while I do it and like, just give you kind of a behind the scenes look. But um, if I do that, I'll put that up behind the paywall for subscribers only. And it, so you, it'll be like an audiobook recording for the truckers. I have a lot of awesome truckers in my feed. You guys are totally keeping America sustained and alive. Thank mm-hmm. you. So for you guys, I will definitely do that so that you guys can keep on trucking and listening and I can do the podcast. But just let me know what you want me to do. Subscribe, like, share, share. Tell people about, you know, like-minded people who had it and are tired of the woke movie theater zombies and all their utter Cripola. Yeah. Final thoughts.
1: Um. Final thoughts. Yeah. I think that was some good keep fighting because otherwise I don't know. We're going to lose our country. Like yeah. we have to. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Something's about to happen with the inflation. We'll keep talking about that and keep looking at things, you know, but you know, we are all in this together. And, you know, if you find yourself in California and you're surrounded, you've got allies here. If you need my help, I'll help you. I'll do whatever I can. Um, if you got a signal or a message you want to broadcast 100%, that is the pod. We will try to be back tomorrow. Tonight we're going to get, uh, we're going to go get Thai massages and then we're going to get, um, prime rib at Houston's.
1: Yeah. but We're going to share. So we're gonna
0: yeah. We always rib. share. We yeah. don't get our own prime rib. That's a fun one. Yeah. So that is the podcast. Thank you. Enjoy the rest of your Monday.